I would like to get your reaction to this announcement. Is it good news for South Africa and Africa as a whole? Well, this is not just good news. It's best news uh, for the year so far. Um, so it's, it's, it's the best news you can really um, uh, think of uh, in the field of um, uh, vaccine R&D uh, at this point in time because, um, as you know, we have got a shortage uh, of vaccines globally. Uh, so any form of really increasing vaccine capacity um, anywhere in the world uh, is welcome yours. Mm-hmm. So this is the best news. We just heard in our international matters that the distribution of vaccines through the COVAX program has been hampered by manufacturing delays and supply disruptions. So so what is then the significance of a mRNA technology transfer hub located in Africa? Well, um, it's significant uh, in a number of ways. I think uh, the most important thing is that um, Africa will be able to uh, make um, RNA vaccines uh, eventually. Um, obviously, I can't put the timeline to this. Uh, we hope uh, within you know, a year to two years, uh, we should be able to see vaccines coming out uh, of, the, of the consortium uh, using this technology. Uh, but um, is, that, is the latest technology that one can use to make vaccines? Um, you will recall that... Um, most of the viral vaccines that are in the market, um, they rely on the viral protein. Um, so usually is the, is the product um, of the viral um, nucleic acid, uh, either the DNA or the, or the messenger RNA. So if I can just be a little bit technical, um, the flow of genetic material um, with the viruses, and in fact with most uh, living organisms, is from DNA to RNA to a protein. And then um, a protein is the final product uh, that will then be used um, to make vaccines. Um, but then in this case, uh, it's not a protein um, that will go into the uh, vaccine vial or bottle. Um, it will be the messenger RNA, um, which is ready to be trans, uh, converted to a protein. Uh, but because messenger RNA is very sensitive, uh, then you put um, uh, a, a lipid bilayer, nanoparticle bilayer, um, to protect the RNA uh, before you put it in the bottle. And when you inject the RNA in the body, um, our cells, uh, you know, muscle cells, uh, will be able to um, then convert the RNA uh, to, a, to, to a protein. And then the protein becomes what we call an antigen. So a protein um, can be from a piece of uh, RNA uh, that codes for spike protein, uh, for example. Mm-hmm. And then that becomes, um, you know, a vaccine. So, so it's as simple as that. Uh, but uh, obviously scaling up this uh, kind of technology to make vaccines uh, requires skills. And um, with um, the RNA technology, uh, it's not just about, you know, transferring the technology. Um, I take it that uh, it will be transferring the skills of how you can actually make the vaccines from this technology. Mm -hmm. Do we have those skills currently available in in Africa? At the moment, um, I would say there is, um, you know, the, the, the capacity, uh, but obviously we need the skill mm. set um, to be able to make these uh, vaccines.
Now, uh, Professor, we've seen hoarding by rich nations of, of the COVID-19 vaccines. And President Ramaphosa also spoke about vaccine apartheid. Uh, do you think that this is a game changer now in making sure that we can level the playing field? Um, we may not be able to level uh, the playing field, uh, but it's a significant move towards uh, that uh, because um, with the technology, um, it will not just be applied for COVID-19 vaccines. Um, it's, the, it's, the, it's the technology that will be used uh, for making other vaccines in the future. Mm-hmm. South Africa and India has been pushing for a while now for a temporary waiver of vaccines, the intellectual property rights, in order to speed up production. Uh, does the mRNA technology transfer hub uh, also include that, that that could be waived in order for us to produce these vaccines? Yeah, that, that's a very good question. I'm not uh, exactly sure if uh, this um, includes uh, any any form of um, you know patent or IP waiver, uh, but. Um, the most important thing is that um, even if you push uh, for IP or patent waiver without skills set and without uh, technology transfer, uh, you may not uh, really have the correct recipe uh, to make the vaccines. So uh, the technology is actually far more important uh, than just you know getting um, a, a patent waiver. Mm-hmm. In your opening statement, you said this is probably the best news, but could it also mean that this could be the end of the COVID pandemic in Africa? Well, um, not immediately, uh, but uh, certainly um, in the next um, uh, year or so, um, once we have got uh, the capacity uh, to start making the vaccines, uh, because at the moment, uh, this is still a concept. Uh, we still need to make sure that uh, we are able to translate this uh, to making vaccines. So I wouldn't say that uh, is the end of the COVID um, problem uh, in, in, in the near future, uh, but certainly we're looking at this uh, technology uh, to assist uh, Africa to end the pandemic. Mm-hmm. We have some critics already indicating from our listeners that uh, producing the vaccines here could be disastrous. Uh, your thoughts on that? No ways. Uh, it's not like um, you should believe in that, uh, because uh, um, even without uh, this uh, messenger RNA technology, uh, it's not like Africa is not producing any vaccines at all. Um, we have got uh, countries like Senegal; they are producing yellow fever vaccines. Uh, we have uh, got uh, countries like South Africa, where we are not necessarily producing from scratch, uh, but uh, we are participating um, in. Uh, in, in, in manufacturing the vaccines, um, especially, you know, the tail end uh, of uh, the manufacturing processes, uh, fill and finish. Uh, but it's not just about fill and finish. Um, it's also about, um, um, you know, participating uh, in other aspects of uh, vaccine manufacturing. So vaccine manufacturing in Africa is already taking place uh, at a small scale. And, um, I mean, this will just make sure that um, it's going to add uh, to the mix and um, we are able to make more vaccines. Uh, So it's not like, you know, Africa can't make vaccines at all. And, in fact, um, if you look at uh, the track record of South Africa, we had... um, uh, you know, vaccines in the in the in the past. You know, vaccines like uh, you know polio vaccines, um, which were produced locally, and uh, we still have uh, other biological products um, in South Africa, 
like um, the anti-venoms. South Africa is is the only country, in fact, uh, in Africa that is uh, producing anti-venoms. And and anti-venoms work like vaccines. So this is not uh, the the area that Africa uh, doesn't have any expertise at all. Uh, But clearly the technology is very important. Professor, thank you so much uh, for your thoughts. That's the Vice President for Research at the South African Medical Research Council, Professor Jeffrey Mbakele, 